Hey, 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 guys. My name is Paula Sun, but you can call me the Change Navigator. I mean, that's why you clicked on the podcast, because of the name, right? All right, cool. I want to begin by saying welcome to my new listeners and welcome back to the Faithful Navigators. We are here in season three. Season three is all about the pivot, and pivot simply means to reposition or turn. And if you guys have been listening, you know that we have been talking to some amazing, amazing people who have had to pivot at some point in their lives, whether it was during the pandemic or maybe some other life event caused them to pivot. So that's what we are going to continue to talk about. But let me throw in this shameless plug. I wrote an ebook about pivot. It's called Pivot, Eight Keys to Reinventing Your Now. Slide on over to Amazon Kindle while you're listening type in pivot eight keys to reinventing your now or you can just type it in by my name paula's son and it should pop up the book is only 5.99 and i promise you there are some amazing keys in there that will help you to reinvent your now well today we have a very 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 special guest she is near and dear to my heart and you know navigators i usually introduce people by their bios right but for some reason my special guest it's okay. She didn't send me her bio, but guess what? She knows all about herself. So she is going to introduce herself to you all. Welcome, Edora. Thank you so much. And hello, Change Navigators. Hello, I am Edora Butler. I am a 25-year financial service uh, professional. I've spent 18 years in regulatory compliance or enterprise compliance organizations in corporate America. I currently am working with an operational risk management organization, supporting them in project management and regulatory uh, response. I'm a certified regulatory vendor program manager. I am the CEO of Cups, Jars, Vessels, a nonprofit organization that helps people by teaching them how to plan, spend, and budget their money. I am the author of a prayer journal, 6 p.m. prayers, and have plans to release a new book this year. Uh, Upcoming book is going to be called Above the Clouds. Wow, that is pretty amazing. You you sound very important. It's it's a lot of... (laughs) You sound sound like you do some some very important stuff. No, that... God has just truly blessed me. Just the little country girl that God said, let me just put my finger on her. <laughs> gotcha. Well, you do some compliance things and some regulatory things. Again, that's pretty important. I'm just glad I know you. So you said you've been in this field for 25 years? 25 years. Wow. 25 years. That's Long pretty time. impressive. <laughs> So I, I started uh, moving from a small city in Franklin, Louisiana. So that's where I'm originally from. Had a heart to do some big things and work in corporate America and found my way to, um, I'd say my niche, that thing that I was just really good at and I enjoy. Uh-huh. That's, that's awesome. So I want you to tell the navigators a little bit uh, mm, tell the navigators how we met because there's usually a story you know with everybody that I talk to everybody I introduce so tell them a little bit about how we met well uh, Paula I originally met you at church uh, I was visiting a church 
uh, and a very small church, um, but was familiar with the pastor and those who had reared him in ministry. And uh, that we never spoke, I don't think, had a conversation at church, uh, but I was making transitions uh, on my job, in life. And I just picked up the phone one day and said, hey, you wanna have lunch? And uh, the reason I reached out to you, and I think you even asked me why, why did, why did you call me? And I said, because you're free. Mm -hmm. um, and that was one of the things that I liked about your personality is that you were free, uh, that you knew how to shift and change. Wow, I wasn't expecting that story, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, we, we met, and let me tell you navigators, my thought about Edora, we used to go to church together. And I would always see this well-dressed lady just exuding confidence and just walk in the church and do whatever she does. And then she would leave. Like she said, we didn't really, we didn't talk at church, but hello and goodbye. And that was it. But I just saw this amazing lady that just exuded confidence and she just looked like business. She looked like she knew what she was doing, even when she walked into the house of the Lord, even you know, just, just looking at her in a worship service. So we just connected like that. So, okay, enough about our little small talk and how we connected. So Edora, COVID-19 presented challenges to many businesses, right? And yeah. you work as a compliance officer in the financial industry, correct? Yes. So tell us, tell the navigators a little bit about how you pivoted during this pandemic? Well, the interesting part about this is after working for a financial service company for 25 years, um, I walked away from my job. Wow. I stepped away from my job. So when COVID happened, the only thing that I was doing was working with Cups, Jars, Vessels. As I am a board member uh, to the nonprofit organization, I don't earn a salary there. So in the middle of COVID, um, before it started and during COVID, I didn't have a regular salary. Uh, so I was already in a pivot and pivoted during COVID-19. Wow. So you were, before COVID, you walked away from the from your career of 25 years and you started yeah. putting more energy, more focus into your nonprofit. Yes, yeah, so I officially, I had already made up my mind that year that I was going to kick off the nonprofit organization. The interesting thing about my story with Cup Shards Vessels is I had been dreaming for years. Mm -hmm. I, had, I started with creating a business card. Then I filed the paperwork with the company. So I was doing a little bit of something every year. I bought t-shirts, I uh, had a website built and before I even had a business plan. So what I was doing was putting things into motion so that my dream could come alive. So you were doing this while still working a nine to five? Yes. So Tabitha Brown said something uh, last week when she prayed that beautiful, beautiful prayer, that heartfelt prayer for Miss Wendy Williams. We hope that love finds her and holds her tight. But Tabitha said that when you work a nine to five, 
you don't really have that time to to have that creativity for your purpose for what it is that you really really want to do so how did you find time to still you know put those little things into motion well when there is a passion that's burning on the inside of you you could go to work every day and do something that you're very good at but when you come home at some point you want something that you can say it's mine it's my baby you know i i've been helping people push their dreams um i i believe that i was very good at my job or at least let's just say that my performance ratings always said that i exceeded expectations mm-hmm. so i was exceeding expectations for someone else but when i came home i had to finally make up my mind that i was going to give some of that time to me so to what tabitha brown said about when you're working that 9 to 5 it takes away some of that creativity and the time that you have to allocate that i would agree with that statement so while i was away from corporate america i had more time to plan to dream to meet with people um but now i'm back into the corporate environment and now i'm back into that fight of okay now that you've worked from 8 to 5 okay how much time do you have this evening to allocate to cup stars vessels to writing to those other things that i have desired to do Got you. So tell us a little bit more about Cups Jars Vessels. You 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 just gave us a tad bit of information about it in your introduction. But now tell the navigators a little bit more about Cups Jars Vessels. So we're a nonprofit organization. We help people plan to plan, spend and budget their money. And I know oftentimes people want to say, well, you're a compliance professional or your background has nothing to do with finance. You know, you know, you work at a financial services industry, but you never worked on the finance side. So why this? Well, I took my own life experiences and said, you know what? I see an area that I'm lacking in. And once I was able to improve Once I improved, I looked around me and I started looking at my circle. I started looking at my neighborhood. I started looking at my family and I had tools that they didn't. And so because of that, I decided, you know what? This is an area that I can help someone else in. If I can pull myself up, someone else can pull themselves up too. And it was just about taking information that was readily available. I chose to do it as a nonprofit organization because I believe that we just need information and if we're given just a little bit of a push we can help push someone else into their destiny and I say that because that's what I needed. All I needed was just a little bit of a push. So I'm just trying to give back through Cup Stars Vessels what I felt I needed. That's awesome. Giving back by giving back what you felt you needed that's that's pretty awesome um you also told us in your introduction that you wrote a book tell us a little bit about um a, tell us a little bit about the book and what inspired you to write the book so last year i turned 50 uh years old yay <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, with turning 50 and being in the middle of COVID-19, I was looking for ways of how I could celebrate. And so I really wanted to be thoughtful about how I celebrate. And, and I thought about, well, you could have just a small gathering at your home, or you could go to dinner and, you know, you could wear masks. And I decided that, you know what, the reason that I'm here today is because of prayer. And so what I decided to do was write a prayer journal um, for my 50th birthday in honor of my mother. And as I thought about prayer, well, I learned prayer from my mom every day at six o'clock. You already knew if you were at our house, you better get on your knees because everybody's gonna pray. And so I'm grateful um, for that rearing, for that foundation, because it's helped me to, to sustain who I am and I believe where I'm going in life. So the title of the book is called 6 p.m. Prayers? Yes. So I have a question for you. Yes. So since if people were at your house and they knew at six o'clock you would hit your knees, do you still do that to this day? Do you still find time to pray at 6 p.m. or, you know, make a conscious effort at that time? Not at 6 p.m. So the 6 p.m. was in honor of my mom and it was something that I knew all of my, my family uh, would remember. Okay. Um, but I do find time to pray. I believe that I have a pretty strong prayer life, but I get up every morning at 6.30 a.m. and I spend time with the Lord then, uh, I study the word, and um, I don't just select 6.30. Uh, we all know that when you have a prayer life and God wakes you up in the middle of the night, you can toss and turn, or you can try to turn over and go to sleep, are there are those times when you have to do what my mom used to do, get up and walk the floor uh -huh. and just have a conversation. Mm -hmm. So you, you've kept that alive. You've continued your conversations with God um, regardless to the time of day. Yes. All right. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How would you describe yourself? Do you describe yourself as someone who embraces change or someone who resists change? And tell me why. Well, Paula, um, I believe that I'm someone who embraces change. Now that didn't happen overnight. I think with time, age and maturity that we learn to accept change. I'm usually a planner, so I thrive in a well-structured and ordered environment. Uh -huh. um, so I believe that I embrace change. Um, I had an experience today, though, that I'd like to share with your listeners um, that helped me to see that, you know, when we don't accept change, we become what others might perceive as dead weight. Mm. Because change is going to happen whether you go with it or not. Mm -hmm. And when you become dead weight, you become dead weight to those who are around you and those who are trying to pull you along. Wow. So when I think about change, I don't want to be dead weight where someone has to carry me and pull me along. I would rather accept change and walk, uh, walk about those changes, learn from them. Um, and working in a compliance organization is heavily 
uh, regulated by Internal Revenue Service, Department of Labor, um, the Fed, the OCC. Well, with all those regulating bodies, anyone who works in legal compliance, risk, audit, you know that change is going to happen every day. So I think I've become accustomed to change in my personal life. I'm divorced. I had to accept change. Mm -hmm. um, I lost my father by the time I was 15. That's a change I had to accept. By the time I was 29, I lost my mom. That was a change that I had to accept. So life keeps happening. So either I'm gonna go with it or I'm gonna fall back and be dead weight trying to pull people along or I'm gonna be dead weight and somebody's trying to carry me. Wow, wow, that's, that's pretty good. If you don't change, you'll be dead weight. Wow, that's pretty good. And when I think of change, I think of something as simple as if we sit in one spot all day, right? If we sit, if I just sit in this chair all day, I will observe everything changing around me. Because if I wake up and I sit here, I can see how the sun will rise and then it'll go all the way back down again. And if I sit here and do absolutely nothing, I've missed an opportunity at some point in the day. I've missed an opportunity to do something to further my life along or to do something to impact somebody else's life if I'm just sitting here. And so many times we get caught where we're just sitting still and everything around us is changing from sunup to sundown, everything around us is changing and we're sitting in one spot. So if we would just have just a little bit of motivation, just a little bit to just actually get up and move. So what do you think contributes to people being afraid of change? What do you think? And, and I know this is not something that you probably have a response prepared for, but what do you think contributes to people being afraid of change? Um, accepting the unknown. It's the unknown. So I, I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, how will it impact me? Um, past hurts, past uh, experiences. So if I remember what happened the last time, you know, I, I was married before. Oh, I'm never going to get married again uh, because this happened. Well, my last experience does not dictate what's going to happen the next time. You know, I, re I remember, and, and this is uh, a little different. Um, there was a young lady I remember uh, growing up with, and she didn't have good credit. And so she went and applied to get a car. And they told her no. And she went a second time and they told her no. And she went a third time and they said no. You wouldn't believe she went 13 times before they gave her a yes. How many times, how many people do you know that probably would have given up on six and seven? Right. But she had something that was embedded in her heart. One, she had a child she needed to care for. Mm -hmm. So I think it's the unknown or it's that rejection is mm -hmm. that word that people are afraid of rejection. Mm -hmm. If I try something new, they might reject me. 
Mm -hmm. Um, If I walk into a place that I'm unfamiliar with or move into a neighborhood that's brand new to me, they might reject me. So it causes people to sit and be stagnant. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I believe that the way that we get beyond that is we have to one, give over our fear to God. Okay, so I know this is not a Christian broadcast. Uh, We're talking about change, but um, I can't help but give you the word. (laughs) Because the scripture says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Well, when I'm walking with a sound mind, let's start from the back. If I'm starting with a sound mind and I have power, you talked about the confidence that I walk in. I walk in that confidence not because I know everything or that I have everything or that I have everything figured out, but I know someone who does. Mm -hmm. And so I know that no matter where I go, that God is going to order my steps and what's for me is going to be for me. And so once we set aside fear, and I would say, try it, just try something. Try something for 90 days. You know how I mentioned, you know, I I served my employer and gave them lots of time. And you know how you go to work and they give you a process and within maybe two weeks, 30 days, 60, 90 days, that process changes and then you have to start something brand new. And we just easily shift into that because someone else has the responsibility. Mm -hmm. But what if we were to give ourselves that same 90 days, the same 90 days that the job tells us to do something and then 90 days it changes. Why don't we give ourselves 90 days? That's good. Give ourselves 90 days to do something to change or to, or to do something that we've always wanted to do or to work on something that towards w- something that we want to do. So that would be like 90 days of committing maybe an hour or two a day of focusing specifically on that thing and seeing where you are at the end of the 90 days, correct? Is that is that yes. what you're Absolutely, absolutely. That sounds pretty good. So navigators, if you have something that you want to work on, something that's keeping you up at night, something you have these ideas just popping into your head. I want you to commit to 90 days, 90 days of doing something towards that dream, towards that goal. So maybe commit an hour a day for 90 days, or if you have two hours a day. And you know, I I get that a lot of people are working. So an hour a day may be more than enough or 30 minutes a day, whatever it is, commit to doing something for 90 days, working towards your dream, working towards something that you're actually afraid of, but you know that's your passion, you know that's your calling. Commit to 90 days to working towards that. And guess what? Come back and let us know. Let the navigators know. Let me know so I can tell Edora that, hey, your plan worked and some people put this into action. All right. Um, Edora, is there something that you are working on in the near future, uh, working on that we should be looking out for in the near future? Well, I'm currently working on my second book. So my first book was a journal. Uh, My second will be a full book. Uh, And so it's going to be called Above the Clouds. I'm currently working on that right now. 
Then with Cups Jars Vessels, I've been working on a project um, for some time, um, but find, found myself in a place where I was giving everything to that and other parts of my life was not balanced. So I took some time away and took a break. And so now that I've taken a break, we're getting ready to do some things with Cups Jars Vessels again. We're gonna start our classes up again invite some new people in um, to present and be speakers um, or present on our training. And then I have another little secret project that I've, again, I've been working on for quite some time, just waiting to get that geared up so that I have all the funding lined up so that we can roll that out through Cups Jars Vessels. Nice, I love it. You have some major things going on and I can't wait to see it all come to fruition. So before we go, what message would you like to leave with the navigators who may be a little bit fearful of pivoting into something different? I know you touched on it a little bit more, but just give us a little final message, something you want to leave with them. Uh, the message I'd leave with you is I challenge you to commit to fulfilling that one personal dream or desire. Assess how you feel um, when you start at the beginning of the day. You go to work, how you feel when you complete your job. And when you go home and you begin to work on that dream, did you smile? Were you tired? Was it a chore? And if it wasn't, I'd say that I think you found your niche. You found that thing that you enjoy and that you would do whether you received a paycheck for it or not. So I would just challenge your listeners, find that one personal dream. As we said before, commit to 90 days, spend some time building something that you enjoy. Or as I told my sister before, take your foot and put it in this earth and say that I'm here. I love it. Put your foot in the earth. like. Put your foot in the ground, in the soil, and just say, I'm here. I love it. I felt that. It's almost like I could actually picture myself putting my foot in some nice, fresh soil um, that you're getting ready to plant something in. I, I could yes. actually feel yes. that. Yes. So um, before we go, if there is anybody who would like to make a donation to Cups, Jars, and Vessels, um, can you let them know how they could find you if they'd like to make a donation or if they'd like to know more about uh, your business? I mean, your nonprofit, I'm sorry. Absolutely. So um, if you'd like to make a donation to Cups, Jars, Vessels, you can go directly to our website. It's cupsjarsvessels.org. Um, you can also find us on LinkedIn. You can find us on Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. And that's cupsjarsvessels.org. You'll be able to donate directly on that site or you'll be able to find our PO box where you can mail in a check. And we would certainly welcome that. We've already started receiving donations for our scholarship awards for next year. So we're already ahead of the game there. And then if you'd like to reach me, you can find me, I'm, I am Edora. Uh, I am Edora. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, and you can find me Edora Butler on LinkedIn. Uh, and so I'm on all social media sites except LinkedIn on my personal one. 
And then I have a personal website, edorabutler.com, where you can go and pick up my book. And from there, you can find the links to all these different things, to LinkedIn, to Twitter, to Facebook, and Instagram. All right, guys, you heard her. You can find her on social media and you can get all of her information there. Listen, thank you so much, Edora, for joining us and for sharing your story and just taking out time to encourage the navigators to go after that one thing, commit to doing it for 90 days and, and let us know how it turns out. Navigators, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, keep going, navigators. You've got this. Bye-bye. <laughs>